right folks i don't know if this is working or not to be honest give me some love man if it's working give me some love Yeah, it is, yeah. Can you hear anything? Can you hear anything? Sound is clear, yeah? Sound is clear? All right, good. All right, Shalom, let's try and make a class of it. Okay, don't ask me to change the the angle or anything like that because beggars can't be choosers, all right? So, we'll, uh, yeah, buffering. Yeah, I don't think... You know what the problem is? Is that my Vodafone connection in my house is not great. And it's not this bad, to be honest. I think everything's gone down. The Vodafone's gone down. I think the the uh, the, 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 the internet's gone down. The broadband's got down. Shalom, anyway, let's hope that it will last. Let's hope that it lasts, inshallah. All right, folks. Um, let's see what happens. So... Uh, in today's session, um, this might work out as well because it's a kind of shorter kind of section that we have. Okay. <laughs> you know, with that, you know what it is? Like Zakaria said the other day, you are the queen of Nazar, you are. You're just disgracefully, disgracefully the Nazareth of Canada and you went upon your badwa upon all of us. Okay. Disgraceful. Absolutely disgraceful. Um, people always, yeah, I'm telling you, Zakari, I'm telling you, bro, I'm telling you, I'm telling you. All right. So I just want to say, everybody, there is a lesson in this. Okay. All right. What's the lessons? Can we at least make some lessons out of this? Can we take some lessons? All right. Number one, never, ever, ever hate on Shazad. Lesson one, lesson 10, lesson 5,000, Shazad Salim is never ever to be hated on. Like I said to you guys, okay? I've always said that. <laughs> I would never ever ever hate on Shazad until tomorrow. But I just want to say, I just want to say, there's only space for one guy in this heart of mine. Only space for one guy. That's Shazad Salim. Okay? That's the first thing. Second, don't have any interactions with Widad. She just doesn't get the idea of MashaAllah or La Quwata Illa Billah or MashaAllah Tabaraka Rahman. Don't say anything to Widad. Don't tell her anything. She is the queen of Nazar. Okay? Because I cussed her internet connection so bad the other day. And look what's happened to mine. Well, I mean, you know. Do you know what I mean? Okay, so that's the second lesson. The third lesson is if you really want to watch the Champions League game, there are better excuses. Okay, there are better excuses. That's all. Okay, that's all. All right, folks. Um, today, we are going to complete this uh, section of increasing mistakes that are involved with doing things, okay? Increasing actions in the prayer. From next week, we're going to have new notes, new section, which is going to be focusing on the um, 
it's going to be focusing on what happens when we decrease from the prayer, when we leave something out, when we forget, etc., etc., etc. So let's see how we go. So last week we said right? Right? So uh, to laugh out loud is like speaking. So it, it it will break the prayer. However, we it will invalidate the prayer. However, we um, did add a caveat, and we said that if a person kind of you know laughed out without without uh, intent, really desperately trying to hold something back, and it just took him by shock, he just couldn't resist, and bam, then we don't think that the prayer is invalidated, and then we therefore start. And if someone can bring our translation up on the screen for this part to avoid me messing about because I've got no screens or anything. Uh, so bring bring up the, uh, the the English translation from the text, just this paragraph. Uh, so today we are covering in the next half hour. Yeah, but I'm going to do a little bit more as well. So if one exhales loudly, if one exhales loudly with two letters articulated together or weeps other than out of the fear of Allah, the most high. Uh, okay, other than from the khasha of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Okay. Oh. <coughs> clears their throat without reason and it becomes clear that two uh, letters have been constructed together Arabic letters harfan the prayer is invalidated and Harith alright so let's take this apart so the first uh, opening statement is an interesting position in the Hanbali school, not alone, by the way. Actually, you could probably argue the majority of scholars are upon this kind of, um, I'd say the majority of the later fuqaha, if I'm going to be more accurate. Okay. Um, the Hanafi school, I believe, the Shafi'i school, there's a this riwaya in the Hanbali school, there's another riwaya from Ahmed, which I obviously I prefer. And there is also in the Maliki school. And the Maliki school, Zakaria, is something that you might want to add a comment on. I'm pretty sure that this is one of the well-known riwayat from uh, Imam Malik, okay? And some said even this is Al-Adhar fil Madhab, yani that the one who breathes out, exhales loudly, okay? لِأَنَّهُ Why? لِأَنَّهُ تَكَلَّمَ Because if you go... This is like indicating emotion, frustration, uh, 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 you know, uh, and what he is, what the, the, the author, Imam al-Hajjawi, taking this position of Ahmed, this one narration of Ahmed, and as, as Zakaria has confirmed, it's a main position in the, in the Maliki school, okay, um, that it is mubdil, that means it, it's an invalidator, okay, so the example is uff. يعني مثل أن يقول أف يرفع صوته بها فهذا يعني if a person was to go أف then that's an invalidator now obviously we could argue that that's not really breathing out loud a person who is saying أف right that's not breathing out loud 
But he's giving the example of the two letters that are coming together, alif and fa, uf. Okay. And in this exhalation, in this frustration, in this whatever you want to call it, you've put forward two letters, which for Imam al-Hajawi and some of the fuqaha, this is considered speech. And it's no, no longer just sound. It's no longer <clears throat> whatever it is. It, all of these sounds are kind of, yeah, and even though if you actually if you break it down from an oral, A-U-R-A-L point of view, you'll probably hear one or two letters anyway. But where they're kind of trying to make a difference between where a natural kind of sound will become something any yani, disturbing or something significant. And Sheikh Uthameen obviously is going to take this apart. Well, if he had the ta'lil shaykh, he goes, I don't know about this. He goes in, the, the way that they're trying to justify this, like this is like speech when you breathe out, I don't know about that. Um, he goes, and also, uh, he goes, uh, he's just going to take it apart from an Arabic point of view. He says, He goes, it's possible to have complete speech for a person to say or speak rather when i say complete speech meaning to actually say something with only one letter okay such as the commands that come from those unique three letter verbs so from uh waqa for example the the root verb of taqwa qi all right so that means protect yourself yeah if you say qi all right Qaf of just a kasra, qi. And Sheikh here, he gives some examples. That's the obvious one that comes to my mind. And then Sheikh gives an example, a from the fi'l wa'a. So wa'a, right? The Arabic verb to kind of encompass and to understand and to encompass and to take in and to pay attention. The the, the fi'l will be a with just a ain. Which technically means pay attention or listen, like take it in, focus. Yeah. Uh, all right. That's kalam term. Right. He goes, that's proper. That's 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 a proper. That's a proper command. Exactly like Solange has written there. Well done. And uh, also, uh, does he not give another example uh, here? He didn't give another example. Fi ewa min wafa. So the other uh, verb, which is a uh, a form of of wafa, all right, wafa, which means to uh, fulfill and to 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 to, to complete basically. Fi, fi, no ya at the end. Fi, Solange will write it for us now. That means um, fulfill it, complete. And if you said fi, in a context. To someone that would be indicating fill it in, complete it, do it now. Obviously, you'd want to add more letters, yeah. Uh, a word, it, it, it will buffer because unfortunately, um, has it gone completely? Yeah, it will buffer, unfortunately, it will buffer, I'm afraid. Uh, okay, let's just see if we can, um, Let's see if we can uh, we can just try to bust our way through, okay? Um, maybe I should have done this in the car. To be honest, I don't know. Anyway, it's freezing outside. By the way, have you seen how cold it is today? 
and yesterday. It will come back in a second, don't worry. No, sorry, it has come back. Yeah, cold. Okay, all right. Not obviously not Toronto cold, but I mean for us it's cold, right? For us it's cold. Anyway, um, okay. Am I right in saying that? Okay, yeah, <laughs> indeed. You guys are gonna take the heat and uh, the COVID, and we'll just take the cold and the vaccine. Bismillah, mashallah, Pfizer. Uh, right. No, no, we can't talk about vaccines now because of people can get upset. So, um, we've got feet, we've got qi, we've got feet, we've got e. All right. So he goes, and, and Sheikh makes a point. So he goes, so this idea that um, uh, that you uh, have uh, that two letters, where does that even come from? You could actually do it with one letter. You're going down a dangerous path when you're saying that it's got to be two letters that show. You could make a sound in the salah, you know. <laughs> I don't know. But I mean, you know, it gets a bit kind of silly, to be honest. And he makes a really good example. He goes that why two? Why not say one? And then he goes, what about three? He goes, sometimes you can have three letters and it doesn't make a, uh, it doesn't make, it, it, it doesn't, it's not considered uh it's not considered uh, speech. You can even have three letters and it's not considered speech. I like that point as well, right? So the whole concept that, that يعني, this, this concept that anything which is two letters and above is speech. The evidence does not establish that. Anything which is two less than two letters is not speech. The evidence does not suggest that. So I think that's something which is uh, very good. All right. And Sheikh Uthameen says, for that reason, we'll say in breathing out loud, the class position, Sheikh Uthameen's personal position. He says that we'll say that in Kana Abathan, if this is a person messing about, you know, playing around, you know, just causing trouble or just you know, being, a, being a plum, then this you know, invalidates the prayer. You know, involuntarily, no, sorry, uh, um, uh, intentionally, no need, whatever, that's something which is unacceptable. And it invalidates the, uh, the prayer. However, if a person needs to excel for a reason, then this does not invalidate the prayer and allow uh, 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 exhale. And by the way, this nafakh is a very general word, right? And the fuqaha don't always make it clear what they mean by this. But... When it's said in a general way, we can keep it in a general way. So it does include, all right, which to be honest, you don't always need to do. So you've got to be careful. But if we use nafakh in this other linguistic sense, which is to blow, because that's what exhaling is, then it's, you've got an insect on your thingy, right? On your hand. Sorry, I'm, uh, I'm doing that. let me just do it like that. Yeah. So uh, to, 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 you've got a little ant, for example. So if we were to now to rub that ant off, we would go like that. So let's see all the thingy. Or we would go like that. So the example that scholars give is like, you know, a person go, right? So this is nafakh as well. And there's a need for that. Uh, uh, this is something which is far less than all the moving around, etc., etc. We're going to come to all the rest in a second. So... He, Sheikh Thameen says all of this is about Abath. And Abath is basically 
uh, this, you know, fluffing about, just not doing anything for the right reason, troublemaking, just wasting time, just, yeah, you know, someone might just go, <sighs> you're not bored, like, you know, this is disrespectful of the Salah. I think it's super clear. It's super clear. By the way, I just want to say something which is I found very, very interesting. Obviously, for the non-UK folks, this is not very interesting. But for the UK folks, I just want to mention, I don't know if you guys remember back in March when COVID started and the lockdown was being established. And I said to you, I don't know whether, uh, uh, you know, uh, um, I don't want to get in trouble with the Imam Sarah, okay? So don't you tell me it was me who told you anything. But uh, uh, I remember saying to you that um, what the government is going to try and do is to try to get one thing done with an intention, but not commit so that they can't be held guilty afterwards. So the reason that they were so lax on things like lockdowns and this and that and people and they, they, they didn't define a lot of things is because they were genuinely hoping that the people would use common sense. All right. In actual fact, it proved that this country is absolutely rammed to the rafters with the most daftest people on this planet. Okay. People are super dumb. Right. And and I, I told people then, and I'm sure I said it in a class, and it was proven all the way throughout the year, and it has culminated, culminated right now in the discussion about the Scotch egg, right? So if you're if you're if you've been following it, uh, you'll know that this idea of the um uh that now that the lockdown is down, it has been cancelled or we're through it or whatever it's called, and the country's in different tiers. And those pubs that are, are the pubs are allowed to sell alcohol, which of course is a main source of revenue for a lot of uh, businesses. Okay, and there's massive pressure upon the government to allow that because of the people, because it keeps the people calm, it keeps the people happy, and it causes revenues for themselves as well. Um, so it's all yeah, you know dirty cough stuff, yeah. But anyway, um, on the condition that a substantial meal is being served, a substantial meal. Is it still buffering? Folks, is it still buffering? Savannah's saying it's fine. Guys, rest of you? Oh, sugar. Okay. All right. So, um, uh, so what happens? Yeah, just make sure you press live, guys. Just just press live, yeah? Uh, uh, I'm sorry. It is the, the reception. It is very poor. Um Let's see where I'm at here. Okay, all right. Yeah, you just got to press live. Anyway, so we're at the uh, Scotch egg uh, uh, thing. And um, what's going on is that the media and, you know, uh, commentators and papers are talking to death. It is a Scotch egg, a meal, not a meal. You know, asking government uh, uh, thingies, and so whenever you see them interviewing a Gove or the dog that he is, or Hancock or uh, Boris Johnson or whoever it is, they're always asking them, "Can you define for us a, a a meal?" And it's super clear what the government wants to do. The government does not want to be committing a doesn't want to basically it doesn't want to prosecute. Okay. I'm hoping that this is okay because I'll tell you something here. Yeah, I can't even see anything now. But um, 
Are you guys with me still? Yeah, okay. It's a big delay, man. Border form, wasp, man. Gusson. Do you know what the problem is? Uh, the, the the problem is is that uh, I have something which is called Wi-Fi calling. I think maybe some, most of you have on your iPhones, right? And so if your local network is rubbish, it it, it uses the broadband to take to to to, to you know to get all the the, the 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 things in, right? But now my broadband's gone, so now I'm depending upon this at home. Who uses the mobile network at home, right? But anyway, cello, Allah mercy. So so my my point is, there's a big lesson here. And the Sharia is exactly the same. When I say the Sharia, I mean that the Hakim, the ruler, the Qadi, the scholar, should not be looking to prosecute people. Okay? It should not be looking to prosecute people. And the people keep asking stupid questions again and again. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala condemned the people asking these questions. Right? And what's the type? What's the form? Give us the exact details. It's clear that the government does not want to waste police time. It is willing to turn a blind eye even against pub owners uh, to allow them to make their own decision whether this meal is enough for them to be able to sell their alcohol. Yeah, I mean, obviously the example is haram examples, but the principle is absolutely halal. Okay, that we should not be in in a way where we have to keep yani you know going to such intrinsic detail which the law itself doesn't even mention but then feels obliged to because you keep asking with the net conclusion only being you the one who comes out as the loser that's what the prophet sallallahu uh, uh, meant when he said wa kathratu su'al yani the things which are uh, curse the things which will destroy the people. There are too many questions. Okay, now that doesn't mean, in, uh, in terms from a fiqh point of view, you guys, you know, asking for clarification, etc., etc. It's when people start to go to such a silly level, right? And it's a, uh, it's a, uh, it's a very, you know, what you're seeing right now, where the government is hoping that people themselves will just say to themselves, you know what, I don't think it's safe to go out, so I'm not going to go out. And at the same time, it wants to be able to preserve the police and whatever and use them in the right places. Instead, it doesn't want to be saying to the pub owners that if you serve a, a scotch egg, then that's going to be against the law. Can you imagine in the middle of a pandemic having to prosecute and arrest people and fine people and waste police time because someone is selling a scotch egg instead of a sandwich? And that is the same principle, actually, with all legal systems. And the Sharia is no different. The Sharia is no different. So just thought I just uh, uh, mentioned that there's a lot of parallels in these examples. So the midar is what this is all about is not about exasperation, annoyance, this, that, whatever. It's a person who is playing around with the deen of Allah, disrespecting the salah, not yani, uh, feeling the fact that they're praying and standing in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But if there's a need, then the prayer is not invalidated. What's the next one? Uh, okay. Or he uh, weeps loudly. So we're, not talk, so we're not talking crying or weeping, but crying loudly, weeping loudly. Al-intihab is when you 
whale not whale but you can, <laughs> you know you make sound of any kind of uh type um if it's done not for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala therefore meaning that if you were in such a state uh, out of the fear of Allah in your prayer and you did cry out loud with yani significant sound then then let's leave some of these questions to the end because I think some of them will be answered in the next two pages um, then it's okay so if it is for the khashya of Allah or fear of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala it's okay if it is but if it's not okay then it's a problem okay if it's not and it starts to become so loud uh and you can put together two letters out of the sound i don't know let me if there's anything i detest i mean anything that i detest is people crying out loud I cannot stand people who cry out loud. Like, it drives me insanely mad. Now, how do you cry out loud? What would two letters be? Uh... <laughs> Hold on, how do you do two letters? Uh... Uh... No, no, that's not right. Wah! That's a good example. Wah! Wah! Maybe. Zakaria, <laughs> you just got to fear Allah, bro. Um, I think it's. Um, <laughs> this is gonna be worst video ever. I hope that the video cut off then. I hope it was buffering. But anyway, um, like I said, uh, uh, guys, just easy with the questions because uh, I think that they're going to be answered. They're going to be answered. But keep them if I don't. But I, I, I genuinely, I, I can't think of an example. I'm not going to lie. Okay? Bro, difficult to focus on the prayer. I slapped someone for doing that once. By the way, if you ever seen on my Facebook, I released a video like a couple of... <laughs> <laughs> I played it in the class, haven't I? I played it in the class, the best video of all time. Okay. All right. But you see the uh, uh, Joeria. He was like the, the, the I, I did. I played it. Thank you. I did play it. Thank you, Mesa. Um, the crying of Abu Bakr as Siddiq radiallahu an was in the chest. It was Yaani like breathing, not Yaani a wailing. Right? Honestly, the Sunnah, the best Yaani way of crying is exactly as a dido, Yaani when he uh, cries. Yaani you should be not making sound. But anyway, but sometimes you get overtaken. And if you do, the point is, the Sheikh said, that if you do and it's for the sake of Allah, then it's not a problem. But if you if you if you do cry out loud. So let me just make it clear. Crying out loud out of the fear of Allah does not invalidate the prayer. You're just going to get slapped by people like me, that's all. All right? But it doesn't invalidate the prayer. Crying quietly is the sunnah and a blessed thing, and you don't fall into any risk of speech or whatever either. The next point is what about then crying not for the sake of Allah? 
So according to the author, if a person was to cry out loud because someone had died and he then was crying, crying, then it's Salah time and then he goes into the prayer and he's still crying, okay, right, for crying out loud. Yeah, that's good. So um, because, you know, this person is crying over this person, uh, then this would invalidate the prayer. According to our author, according to this position in the Hanbali school, it's only a position. This would invalidate the prayer, which is a big statement, big statement. And we're not accepting that. And not only did we not accept that, Ibn Taymiyyah also went against this. There's another opinion of the of Imam Ahmed, another narration from him as well. And Sheikh Uthameen's position as well. And uh, Qadi Abu Yusuf as well, the companion of Abu, of Abu Hanifa. Uh, Muhammad ibn Sirin, Ibrahim al-Nakhai, many of the Salaf, they were a lot more relaxed when it comes to the issue of these sounds in the prayer. All the names that I just mentioned, you'll be able to apply that for yawning and for breathing and for exhaling and for coughing. And so we'll come to that in a second. Okay. So in summary, in summary, um, Sheikh Uthameen sums it up perfectly. He's saying, That if a person cannot control themselves, and remember, this is not talking about quiet crying. That's all, that's all not a problem at any time. But if it becomes so much that it overtakes him, okay, and he just can't control himself, then uh, the prayer is not invalidated. It just comes out, he can't control himself. This is not something that he chose to do, okay? Whether this is for the sake of Allah, crying out of the fear of Allah, or not crying out of the fear of Allah. Um, uh, and he goes, this is, doesn't matter whether it's for out of your fear of Allah or out of your love for Allah. Sheikh Uthameen says that there is a type of crying where you become so emotionally affected due to your um just experiencing the rahmah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sometimes it happens sometimes it happens i think if i am to think about when i get most emotion i think it's the most emotional i think it's the second on a regular basis the more extreme is the first that happens right different moments different times um yeah, I think different times, different. I think the more extreme, the more intense, I think would be the first type for most people. This is not a rule, I'm just saying anecdotally. Uh, from the fear of Allah is probably yani, the more kind of occasional and the more intense. And certainly for me, the more common, the more regular is out of anticipation, understanding, appreciation, appreciation. So there's other, there's different types. But even Sheikh says that even if someone is upset for another reason as well, sometimes yani, they're the best prayers when you've lost someone or you are very, you know, sad about something or whatever. Then, you know, that's a, uh, that's something which you would, of course, as I said, regardless of crying for any reason, halal, haram, good, bad, nice, honored, whatever the reason is, it should be quiet and it's not a problem at all. But we're saying that even if it's out loud, then it's something which does not invalidate the prayer. Okay? Um, 
Yeah. And Allah knows best. That's our class position. Or he clears his throat. <coughs> There's a two words there, yeah? Two letters. <coughs> what is it? What, what letter is that even? <coughs> is it a Hamza? That's the worst Hamza in the world, yeah? Hamza and then a meme. Right? I don't know. Yeah. It's been an hour. I think we'll, we'll yeah we'll we'll finish the section. The, the section's uh, only um, a few seconds left. Yeah, like going to the Haramain, for example. Absolutely. Often the two coincide, where the hardship and emotions tr trigger both. Yeah. So uh, So a person he uh, clears his throat without uh, uh, without reason, without a need. Without a need. So if a person has a need, then it's okay. Alright? So that's good. And Sheikh gives Walahaja litanahnah, okay? Imman takuna qasira aw mutaadia. Alright? So the clearing of the throat can be qasira, uh, meaning uh, for oneself, for one's own personal reasons. Or muta'addiya, yani it can be for external reasons, right? For someone else's benefit. So, for example, if a person feels something stuck in the throat, and that's him, and he needs to clear it because he's choking, so he goes, <coughs> and that's and that's something, yani to get that out. This is haja qasira. Or the other one, which I'm, I think we all know, and that is when a person is in a room and the door's closed. For example, someone knocks on the door to come in and you're praying, okay? And if you're praying and, you know, they knock or they call you and you want to indicate that you're praying, so you go, <clears throat> yeah? So uh, that's the kind of, uh, uh, you're in the prayer, basically you want to indicate that I'm here but I can't speak, right? That's the kind of thing you normally do in the bathroom, right? So if you're in a bathroom, someone says, are you in there? And you'd go, <clears throat> or whatever, because you're not meant to speak in the bathroom. So people won't understand that he is in the bathroom, right? Likewise, when a person is uh, coughs, then you understand uh, coughs or uh, clears the throat um, or coughs, yeah, same kind of thing. Then um, they're indicating that they're praying. Okay? All right. And Sheikh says that if it's not for a reason, if there is no reason, and two letters yani, come out of it, then it becomes like speech, and then it indicates, uh, it invalidates the prayer. Sheikh says, Sheikh Uthameen says, well, rajih, The more preponderant opinion, the opinion which seems stronger to me, is that that the prayer is not invalidated by that. Harfan, that even if there is no reason, or he doesn't have a need, rather, I should say, and he just cleared his throat, because sometimes we have a habit, <clears throat> It doesn't need to happen. Maybe they 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 they, they think they uh, need to uh, do it. Yeah, uh, I mean, uh, letting your child know that's a reason. There's an actual benefit in that, and so on. Without you know speaking, without moving your arm, hand, without indicating, it's much much easier just to do a little clear of the throat, get people's attentions, and get people under manners, right? So that's a reason. But we're talking without reason, okay? And Sheikh said, this is not speech. I don't care, you know, a person tries to make out, you know, he's got a reason, not a reason. This ain't speech. So, uh, and and it's, it's speech with the, which, which the Prophet ﷺ prohibited in the prayer. 
اللهم إلا أن يقع ذلك على سبيل اللعب يعني although والله اللهم يعني in Arabic is like a nice way of saying يعني but الله أعلم but والله but oof if someone is yeah so when you say اللهم in that kind of context it means that but I tell you what if someone is doing this playing around then the the prayer is like oh, it's got to be invalidated now you know if you ever remember they did the film i haven't seen it um but i remember the real what the, the 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 i remember the real thing who knows what i'm talking about you can you can you can guess just from that clue there what i'm talking about i was there for the real thing and i haven't seen the dramatized film i think it's like a film that went straight to tv i think who can who can who can guess i mean it's pretty easy to be honest the most famous throat clearing in history possibly possibly is there such a delay on the thing yeah this waterfall wants to slap i'm going to wait patiently for someone to guess this no honestly harith did your best either Honestly, Lutz, you have no other function other than useless information. <laughs> you see, Lutz, you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. You stay quiet, everyone knows you're rubbish. You speak up, you get cussed as well. Anyway, so yeah, who wants to be a millionaire? The guy, Annie Colonel, whatever his name was. Okay. Um, and uh, he was, you know, communicating. He was, you know, and he was, he was playing a game. Yeah, he was telling the right answers. He was in the audience and the guy was telling him, he was going, <clears throat> amazing. Anyway, it's amazing. I, I really do want to watch it. I don't know if it's gone or if it's new or old or whatever. Major. <laughs> As we say, you beat us all. You beat us all. Right. So I think that's pretty clear. All right. Last page. Mas'ala. Sheikh says, what about this? هل من حاجة أن يتنحنها إذا أطال الإمام الرقوع أو السجود من أجل أن ينبهه أو ليس أو ليس من الحاجة? He goes, what about يعني justification? Is 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 it justified uh, that no no I wasn't there in the audience? No, I mean I was watching it live. I was watching it live. Um, so um, he uh, he said. Um, if an imam is praying, leading the salah, and he the ruku'ah or the sujood has become super, super long, okay, <laughs> then what about yani, uh, clearing the throat? Do you think that's okay? And the sheikh said, al-jawab, hadha laysa min al-haj. He goes, this is not yani, something which is a need. This is not justified, basically. You shouldn't be clearing the throat to tell the imam, get up. Unless, yani. It is such an elongation that it is kharij bin had al-mashru'ah. It is يعني, beyond يعني, all limits and acceptability. Okay? Beyond all acceptability. Then I think it's okay. Now by that we're talking like 10 minutes. Yeah? But 5 minutes is a, is a hell of a long time يعني, for a person to be in sajda. 5 minutes. I mean in a fard prayer or sunnah prayer of the daytime. Okay? Not in the tahajjud. So... 
but that's not enough for you to say something's gone wrong. Ten minutes? Yeah. That's something gone wrong. You would go, <clears throat> to wake up. You know, you'd think that he's okay. Because he hasn't made a mistake, Hadith. Yeah, you wouldn't say subhanAllah because he hasn't made a mistake, right? Um, what if someone says, how is that? How is it permissible for you just to, you know, in the middle of the prayer, make such a loud noise? Okay, um, and you've got this harfan as well, and you get, you know, <clears throat> you've got these two kind of letters sounds. Sheikh says the evidence for that is the hadith of Ali radiallahu an. Um, the Prophet Ali radiallahu used to have two times in the day, two kind of set times that um, would that the Ali radiallahu was kind of given kind of permission, expected to come. He always visited him. One was in the evening and the other one was in the daytime. Um, and this hadith is narrated by Imam Ahmed and it's okay. But it doesn't have the strongest chain. We covered it, I think, in year eight. We did, actually, we did. So, he came to visit the Prophet, the Prophet ﷺ on one of these occasions, and the Prophet ﷺ was praying. And so the Prophet ﷺ cleared his throat to indicate that I'm busy with my prayer. And he just relaxed, wait, sit down, take whatever, but I'm busy with the prayer. Okay, so that's something which is permissible. Something which is permissible. Another question. If a person sneezes and you got, you know, yeah, because most people just go, right? Is that two sounds? That's how I sneeze, right? The harfan comes from the idea, Raihan, of that that's the minimum for speech. Alright? That's where it comes from. But what's the... No, no, no. The ch yeah, well... I don't know. Anyway. I've never seen anybody go hachu. I mean, I, I've never done... I don't see where's ha come from. But the chu is definitely there. Anyway... Let's say that you do uh, make the sound and two letters form. Now, this is a dangerous area, right? If you keep going into this idea of speech and what speech and you're going to these level of details, the answer is simple. No, it doesn't invalidate the prayer. This is not speech. Ibn Taymiyyah wrote a very nice, I was reading earlier on. I just want to say, Bismillah, MashaAllah. By the way, with that, I want you to listen, okay? This is what you say. Bismillah, mashallah, tabarak rahman Okay? Try it. Practice it a little bit. Anyway, Bismillah, mashallah, tabarak rahman I had an incredible day today. Incredible day today. And I only had a couple hours sleep, right? Because I had a lot of work last night. But I made a, a big decision to stay awake after Fajr, okay? On maybe three hours, okay? And I had, Bismillah, mashallah, tabarak rahman Hey, with that, try it out. Just, you know, try it out sometime. So productive today. So productive. There were certain things. I'm telling you now. I'm not even joking. Four, five, six years old stuff that I was able to yeah, catch up on today.
Zakaria, this is this is it, man. It's gonna happen, man. It's gonna happen. And inshallah, within one week. Right. Um, I can see the, I can see the the path clearing up. All the things that are in the way, it's all being yani, pushed aside. I think yani, our book is gonna come to, come out soon, inshallah, or get finished from my side anyway. Right. Um, so I was reading uh, Ibn uh, Taymiyyah uh, in Majmur Fatawa. And it's just so interesting. He's just so such a don. He's just such a don. He goes, you know, speech is just so obvious what, when a person's speaking. Yani, why are we trying to make these things like speech? If a person's messing about or trying to send coded messages, we know they know we'll slap them. Prayers invalidated. But we don't need to put everybody else on paras. Do you know what I mean? Okay. So we don't need to put everybody else on paras. So, on paras, by the way, means make them paranoid. <laughs> yeah, you know what? That interview, that's going to, inshallah, that would be my, let's say, December, late December project. Okay? In fact, I will promise that I will do that if I get this book done in this next week. By the end of next week, I'll do that next. How about that? I'll do it. I will do it. Things are good at the moment. Inshallah. Inshallah. Anyway, um, Sheikh also says, And if a person yawns, okay, let's, how do you yawn and make a sound? Right? How do you make two sounds when you yawn? Normally you go, that's what I do. I go, how do you make two sounds, two words, two letters? Allahumma ameen, zakallah Oh, yeah, I, I have heard people go, <laughs> people do a bit of a well sung in, in yawns, by the way. Okay, this is like a proper bestie class, by the way. I hope that the quality is so poor that you lot don't even get the chance, okay? Anyway, so let's just say that there's a lot of, uh, <laughs> so let's, uh, 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 Assume that there's a couple of letters happening. So it's very much close to speech, technically. Yeah? Theoretically, this in some of the madhahib will also invalidate the prayer. Now, again, that's getting a bit crazy. But again, if a person's playing around, you know, they're in a salah and they're like, oh, like, you'd think, what the actual fish? If that person was next to you, you would slap them silly with a flipping kipper, right? So let's not just sleep on the madahib just yet. There's a point there. They're trying to protect the integrity and the sanctity of the prayer. But a person who is, you know, actually... <laughs> a person who is trying to, uh, you know, not... Uh, how can I say, not um, uh, 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 cause trouble, then, you know, so it's okay. This is not, yani, invalidate the prayer, okay? Um, even though it's, uh, Sheikh says, but I mean, he's indicating, yani, uh, two letters is always there when a person yawns. But, um, this is something which the Prophet ﷺ himself specifically spoke against. And he told us to fight. He never said that it invalidated anything. 
he told us that whoever yawns, yani he should restrict himself as much as possible. He should control it as much as possible. Yani yamna mastata. Yani he will prevent himself yani going into that situation. And if he cannot, and when we say uh, prevent, we mean keep the mouth closed. You know that whole. <laughs> Eyes water And you turn into a fish basically Yeah I think we'll know what we talk about that Bite the lower lip No I am biting no lower lip man I already bite my lips enough but yeah The eyes give you away So that's what it means to stop And that's why the Prophet said that If you can't then You use your hand Because you couldn't keep your mouth Closed Right um, And Sheikh mentions a point That when you put your hand over your mouth You not only reduce the yawn But you reduce the sound So even the, the yawning uh, The sound or whatever Chewbacca sound yeah, uh, Is going to be protected And of course this will prevent Shaitan Yani from coming in Shaitan Yani taking the mic Alright Um and likewise, because some people, yani, they they speak, they 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 sneeze very very loudly. You know, those are very irritating people as well. You said what? You know, what happened? That's not even a sneeze. Who the hell sneezes like that? But you do. Everybody knows someone who sneezes like that, like they died. It's like. There's a guy I know He does that man I'm telling you That is on purpose It's It's, a, it's crazy What the heck man I'm the exact opposite I will not release a sound unless, And I will cause all kinds of problems I will hold my nose Hold my mouth Everything Oh my god Is that like a dad thing yeah Sugar My dad ain't too bad If I think about it I don't know uh, anyway, according to Sheikh, uh, uh, he says that, well, the madhab is going to frown on this loud sneezing that is going to invalidate the prayer, according to the principle of the madhab. Uh, and Sheikh says, because this is not actually something which a person is forced to do. And he's right. He's got a point there. So Sheikh doesn't commit himself to a position on this. But he does indicate that, you know what, that nobody needs to sneeze like that. And it's true. You can train yourself out of that. It's not a reflex. Nope. Come on, let's have a vote. Is it? Uh, if it's a reflex, if it's you've got no control over it, yes. And if it's not a reflex, okay, and you do have control over it, then put no. Go. 100% no. This needs to be trained. Oh my god We're neck and neck It's not a reflex yet Neck and neck Sugar Oh Yep Nose are winning Thank you You can definitely stifle a sneeze Absolutely In fact I'll tell you something What Zara has said Is excellent That's the way you got to answer this question can you stifle a sneeze? 
And the answer is yes. And if it comes out, then it comes out. <laughs> yeah. It's that sound. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Right. Anyway, I just want to say that the majority went with no. All right. And so that's why the fuqaha themselves will be very much in line with that. And Sheikh Uthameen as well didn't say it, but you can see that he's trying to say, listen, you've got to be careful. He's not saying it invalidates the prayer, but he goes, listen, people who are doing that kind of sound in the prayer, it is, bro, we take it for the team, man. Sinuses, yeah, and exploding, this, that, whatever. All right, we're going to stop there, I think. I was actually, you know, before, before all this mess, I was going to... Does that work? Doing that? Like that or like that? Pressing the moustache area. Press your finger like that. Number one or number two, pressing down there. Of course you can stifle it. Moustache area. Really? Pressing there like that? Where'd you get that from? Like that? Like that. I thought that's people being polite. I don't see people do that, does it? I'm going to try that. I'm going to try that next time. All right. I'm going to try it. All right, folks. Sick. I'm one of these people, okay? I'm one I'm one of these people who sneeze at everything, meaning that if I get if someone touches my nose, if I get hit on the nose, I sneeze bam 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 bam. And uh dust and all the rest of it. So I'm gonna try it out. Okay. What's goose step, Lutz? What's a goose step? Are you trying to Yanni is that the Hitler kind of thing? Is that what it is? All right. Anyway, all right. What questions have we got? We've got any questions that I didn't answer? All right. By the way, uh, uh, posted in the, uh, 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 what's it called? Posted in the uh, Telegram group today, if you haven't seen it, um, a form. Uh, I'm going to be starting next week a class. Um, this book um, is a book that I've taught before in Arabic. Um it's not an absolute must to know Arabic, okay? It's not an absolute must to know Arabic, but I will not be spending any time on the translation or any meaningful time on the translation. I will be reading through it, and uh, also I expect the people to have a basic understanding of fiqh, certainly all the chapters of ibadat, okay? Um, meaning that, it's not, you know, I don't have to, you know, explain what hadith is and I don't have to explain what qibla is and standing and tashahud and uh, and uh, nisab and, you know, all these kind of things. So, um, but it's only going to be maybe, it, it, it's, it has to be very small, okay? It has to be very small because the structure of it is small and everything's small and it's basically like a reading. If anybody's interested in that, okay, then go to Telegram and fill in the Google form. But you've got to do it by tomorrow afternoon. Maybe tomorrow evening, maybe. Maybe tomorrow evening. Okay. So, um, and it, it, it's basically, Imam Sa'di, 
he wrote a little book which is about adab and akhlaq and fiqh and a few other issues a bit of aqeedah it's got it's all of yani it's the chapters of jihad chapters of 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 mu'amalat this that whatever and we're going to read through it quickly we're not going to be stopping people are not going to be you know there's not no comments no portals no x no y this hadith by the way all right this hadith a number of the scholars considered it weak I consider this hadith yani, to be weak, um, Zakaria. Okay, so uh, there's a there's a big discussion amongst the muhaqqiqin upon the authenticity of this hadith. Um, so yeah, that's where the discussion comes from. All right, so yeah, just fill it in and but but listen, I just want to make it very very clear. All right. If you get contacted, it means that we considered that it was worth it. If you don't, don't feel insulted or in any single way. This is our main class. Nothing comes to this. Yeah, yeah, everything. You'll get the book as a PDF and everything. Um, nothing. Uh, if you want to have a look at it yourself, then but you don't need to. Just relax, okay? Yeah, just apply, and that's it. Um, but this is the depth. This is the detailed one. I know that it's long, but. No, it's no point you saying, well, I want to cover all of fiqh in six months. I'm not going to be covering all of fiqh in any, not even 5% of the depth of LP. I'm just going to be reading through. It's something that's memorized, not explained. All right? That takes a long time to explain things. Imagine. Imagine I was explaining what that all that all this stuff means. Right, okay. What if you are communicating annoyance via a loud sigh? I've accidentally done it before. Yeah, this is that big sigh. When I realized what I did, I consider it speech and I cited my salah from the beginning. That is exactly what we're talking about when there is an intention and a qasd, okay? Where you are trying to communicate. And the communication is one which in of itself is not for a need. Because the clearing of the throat is a communication, isn't it? You're trying to tell the person, hey, I'm here praying but there's a need for that that person is wanting that from you that person doesn't want you to sigh out of annoyance no person wants you to do that and if you're trying to irritate yeah i need people we're not trying to but you're you know that what you're doing but you carry on doing it that's a problem that's definitely a problem does it invalidate the prayer i don't want to go as far as to say that but if a person was sore it that they really stepped over the line and they redid really their prayer i wouldn't have a problem with that where does making sounds to stop children doing something harmful fall under all this? I think that's all okay. I think that's okay. Like to make a sound to scare, yeah, I think that's okay. But you would do it within the generic yeah, categories that we already have. <clears throat> that would be the obvious one. A loud cough. Yeah? That would be the the obvious one to, to avoid yeah, falling into something doubtful. The hadith we discussed about Ali radiallahu anhu, does this therefore mean the best way to indicate to someone that you are praying is to clear the throat? It does actually. That is the sunnah way. That hadith, as I said, even though it's not the strongest, it's good enough. It's the hadith that we can see that's clear. Right? When teaching kids to pray salah daily at the age of four or five, do we insist on wudu before salah or do we just let them do salah and once they have figured it out, we insist on wudu before salah? Yeah, I, I, uh, when it comes to uh, kids, it's, uh, the whole situation is so relaxed. It's all about the kids that you have. There's no doubt you need to start early to make sure that they understand yani, what it is, okay? Uh, 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 you know, 
as Heber calls it, Dubu. Dubu. Shall I go make Dubu now? So, um, but no, we don't obligate it for each prayer, not at all. Um, far more want to get them to enjoy. I want to say to you that kids hate Dubu. Right into their teens. They lie about it day and night. They will go and they will pretend to do it. Did I do that? Yeah, I used to do that as well. And I was not a teen. I was older than a teen, like late teens. I used to blag with all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Horrible, horrible, horrible. Right? And that's why the Prophet ﷺ said it's truly the sign of a believer. You know? Once you have that iman, you love it. But if you don't have the iman, wudu is a nightmare. Let me tell you something. Wudu and the need for wudu and tahara is what makes yani, otherwise nice people justify to themselves that they're not going to pray today because they're at work and their clothes are najis and their clothes are balit and this, that, whatever. Because people just don't... It takes real iman to keep washing yourself. Ritual ablution is an incredible thing. It really is. So no, we don't want to go too hard on kids with that. We don't want to put them off. But when they're young, you know, they enjoy it a little bit here and there. A little bit here and there. Okay, for Nifas, do we look for the white discharge like Hayyab or just stopping of blood is enough? No, it is not. Uh, you don't need a white discharge. Stopping of the blood is enough. Okay, the white discharge is never a sign of anything. It is a, it is a additional factor. Okay, it's not a proof in of itself. The proof is always the stopping of blood. White discharge is what sometimes makes it clearer when there is continuous blood. Right when you we move over into istihada, okay. Some women get lots of yellow discharge discharge after nifas. Want to know if that will be istihada or part of nifas if there is no white discharge? Again, some women don't get the white discharge, and the yellow discharge would be considered to be istihada, especially if the period of time has gone over forty days. Right, uh, the real the the real challenge is what about after two weeks or three weeks? Woman stopped bleeding and then she has white uh, yellow discharge. That's very tricky. You'd be erring on caution. You'd be thinking this is still part of the nifas. This is still part of the nifas if it's under 40 days. But if you're going past 40 days and you're just getting discharged after discharge, just then treat it as istihada. Okay? Istihada. Um, what if an imam yawns whilst making takbir or another part of the salah? Do they need to repeat the takbir? Yes, they do. Because when you go, it's like, Alhamdulillah. You know, you hear that a lot. People read um, uh, their yawn into well, words. And I, I, I absolutely, when I'm doing it, and if it comes out by mistake, I always repeat that statement. Always. Um, and Allah knows best, but that's certainly my attitude. Can you clap to stop your children from doing something? I think that's too much. I'd rather the cough. I don't like the idea of too much activity. But even in an emergency, there might be some space for that. All right, folks, that's good. I think uh, we're, uh, we've done the da dars recovery of sorts. My apologies. No idea. I'm going to now go and... Uh, 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 no, because... Uh, sorry. Um, uh, Virgin uh, let us down big time today, but, you know, Allah Mustan, what can we do? What can we, what can we do? Fill in the, the form. Do the form. Um, um, I can't think of anything else. Um on the issue of the uh, period minimum or maximum, we did. But I'm trying to say to you that if a person 
did couldn't uh, clarify, then they used these things to help them up, right? They used these things. So the 40 days then would help. There is no minimum. If a woman stops bleeding after two weeks, that's the end of it. And if a woman is continuously bleeding and it's the same as the, the blood, then there's no evidence. The evidence for 40 days is not very strong. So if it was seven, eight weeks, for example, but it's exactly the same type of blood, then we'd go with that as opposed to 40 days is a general kind of understanding. To be clear, will be the language of instruction, will the language of instruction be English? even though a lot of the dars will be reading of an Arabic text. Yes, but the yeah, basically the few words that will be spoken, the few words that will be spoken will be in English, yes. I think you're going to be fine, Solange, in that dars. You'll be fine. Shazad indeed is the GOAT. He's the GOAT. There's no doubt about it. All right? Yep, you can nod or shake your head, Joadia. You're allowed to do that. Someone's asking you a question. You can indicate. Even with your arm, lift your hand. And so on. All right. Zakmullah khair. Arakallahu fikum. Wa subhanakallahum wa bihamdik. Ashhadu an la ilaha illa anta wa astaghfiruka Allahumma wa atubu ilayk.